Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Love Yours Podcast. How are we doing? How's everyone's week? I hope it was great. Mine was actually pretty chill, but before we get into the weekly catch-up, I just want to talk about what this week's episode is going to be. So I decided to cover self-growth and how to welcome change. I want to get a little bit more personal with you all today, share some of my own experiences of outgrowing my surroundings and my old self, um, because honestly, change is evolving and changing is a natural part of the human experience. And I am no stranger (laughs) to the challenges that come along with changes. So I'm going to dive deep into a few key moments in my life where I decided to make that shift and not be afraid of the unknown and what was to come. We are big supporters of change here and this week's episode is going to be all about inspiring you all to welcome change with open arms uh, because great things come from it. So before we get into that though, let's do our check-in and weekly catch-up segment. So for me, some updates. Well, first off, I got the most beautiful peonies from Trader Joe's that lasted all week. They bloomed beautifully, and it really is the simple things that make me happy. I'm not going to lie. I am basic in that sense. I loved it. It made my morning every single day, walking out my kitchen and smelling those fresh flowers. It was great, especially with the air quality situation that happened this week in New York City. Can we talk about that? I know the West Coast deals with it uh, pretty frequently, but for us New Yorkers, that was insane. Insane. The smoke from the wildfires in Canada. Wow. I, I can't imagine what it must be like to live there with the fires right now. Pretty scary. Um, but we survived, so <laughs> we're good. Also, we are watching my boyfriend's sister's dog harper this week she's a gorgeous and cute little munchkin she's sleeping right now actually i'm so jealous she just literally chills and sleeps all day and then you know obviously when i walk her she gets outside time but she's literally the chillest thing ever so freaking cute so that's been fun i like having a little buddy around since i work from home for my full-time job it gets kind of lonely and boring (laughs) so i've been loving having her plus it's a reason to get outside and get moving so there's that. Also, I found out this week, well, everyone found out this week, that Mr. Josh Allen is going to be on the cover of Madden this year. Now, my boyfriend did not neglect to tell me that there's such thing as the Madden curse, but we're just going to ignore that because (laughs) I'm just so excited. Big, big Bills Mafia fan over here, and you can't come at me with anything else. Sorry. Bye. Boo. Jets lame (laughs) actually my boyfriend is a Jets fan so this year we are getting tickets to go to the Bills Jets game at MetLife Stadium it's a Monday night game so it's prime time on 9-11 and the first home game for them of the season so gonna be wild we will be there absolutely Another thing, this week I have become obsessed with Pinterest again. Honestly, I've never fallen off of Pinterest, but I love, I love Pinterest. One, it's so relaxing to me because it's not social media in the sense of likes and comments and all that stuff. It's just perfectly curated to your interests and your vibe. And it's like your own mood board. And I find so many good inspirations on there for cooking and outfits and quotes. And I could just, it's so relaxing. (laughs) So we're back on the Pinterest grind again. And... 
also getting back on my gym grind. We're just really, we're just really getting back, back into grinds here. Clearly, that's the theme of this week. Um, but no, for real. And this time, I actually am focusing more on my nutrition as well. I've never eaten poorly. I've always been pretty conscious about what I eat, but now I'm teaching myself to track macros. I believe they call it. So it's like your carbs, your fats, and there's something else I'm missing. Regardless, we're learning, and I think it's going to be really fun. I'm going to see some cool results. So that's it for the weekly catch-ups. And now I wanted to add in a new weekly segment um, called My Favorites, where I just mention a few of my favorites. I feel like that would be fun to share with you guys. Um, So this week, my current favorites are my Cocoa Kind Polypeptide Moisturizer. I'm on my second container of it already. I literally just get it off Amazon um, or from Sephora. It is insane. I love it. It is so hydrating, not sticky, oily. For my skincare girlies out there, you have to. My skin has never felt or looked smoother, minimizing the texture. It's just, ugh. I went through it so fast. <laughs> it's great. So Cocoa Kind Polypeptide Moisturizer. Get it. Next up is my percolator i have been making coffee with the percolator religiously every morning and it i i don't even want to drink k-cup coffee anymore i don't i try sometimes so i don't go through my coffee ground so fast and it is just so gross and now i take it a step further though i've also been frothing my milk to pour into the coffee out of the percolator game changer i'm telling you i'm telling you the quality is in the minor details makes it so much creamier and smoother Just a little extra zip-zap of the frother. Amazing. If you have one, you gotta try it. And last, the favorite I'm gonna mention uh, for this week are the dark chocolate peanut butter cups from Trader Joe's. If you have had the pleasure of trying these, you know how addicting they are. (laughs) So, not gonna lie, I get a little pack every time I go to Trader Joe's. And that is my late time guilty pleasure is a Reese's cup. Well, it's not Reese's. It's Trader Joe's, but peanut butter cup, dark chocolate, heaven. Insane. So yeah, that's it for me for updates, weekly catch up, some of my favorites. So now let's get into the topic of the week and what you all have been waiting for. All right, so let's get into this week's topic, self-growth and how to welcome change. I just want to preface this first by saying that I love, love, love routine, but I also love new experiences, and so it hasn't always been easy to balance the two. To be honest, they're pretty contradictory, Um, but I think I've found a nice balance along the way. I think the reason why routine is nice because it's comfortable, it's predictable, but it also can build really healthy lifestyle and great habits. And that's where new experiences come in though to play is that they can bring about great changes in yourself and growth. Growth is huge. Without trying something new and uncomfortable, there is no growth. So that's something to just keep in mind. Now, the first event that I wanted to kick off this week's episode with was leaving my hometown for college. Now, I know that probably sounds very stereotypical, but it truly for me was one of the biggest changes um, that I have made so far in my life. So 
actually, I went to community college first. So I didn't leave my hometown right away. I had gotten a semester of college done in high school. So I only had to go to community college for a year and a half. So when I transferred to SUNY Oswego, which is where I ended up going, I was a second semester sophomore, technically. And I knew no one. I mean, no, no one. Like I didn't, I didn't know anyone that went there. But I don't know. It didn't. It didn't scare me. I was excited to meet new people in my classes and who I lived with. Um, I was excited about it, and I did get a random roommate, and I stayed on the east side of campus, which at the time I didn't know wasn't the cool, the cool part. But it was the newer building, so I was hyped. But I literally two weeks in, ended up moving to West Side Campus, Seneca. If you know, you know that is where it's at. <laughs> that those are the social dorms. So it took me a few weeks to figure out my place there. Um. I only had one roommate that didn't really drive with, but that's okay. I got connected with someone else in one of my PR classes, um, and we ended up rooming for a little bit. It just took some trial and error um, to find the people that I meshed with, but, you know, it was an interesting process. And this honestly was the first big decision that really kind of kick-started all of the following changes. I mean, think about it. This decision was a little uncomfortable for me to make at first. I knew no one and my only plan was that I was going for public relations and it was at a school by the lake and it wasn't near my hometown and I was going to meet some new freaking people and just get out. I wanted new opinions. I wanted to be surrounded by honestly a more diverse group of people than who I grew up with. That is that is really it and I got and I got that. And when I first got there, I'm not going to lie, I was a little nervous, but I don't know. I just kind of welcomed, I welcomed it and I was along for the ride. And honestly, when you're in classes with these people all day long, you're going to find someone to talk to. You're going to find someone that you mesh well with. And I just had, I just had hope in that. I was excited for this. And I think that is why it went so well and easy for me because I kept a great mindset about it. Um, but yeah, like I said, the, the process of finding your people, you just gotta have patience and you gotta know that nothing um worth staying should have to be forced and so you know you might not always be friends with the first few people that you meet um and that's okay that's normal it's also fine if you found your people right away like that's great cool good for you <laughs> but i personally um it took a little bit but that's fine so first step first decision was leaving hometown going away to college highly 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 recommend i loved it and that led me to my next one, making new friends that feel like home. So getting out of my comfort zone and connecting with people in my degree slash classes was, was so huge for me. Being surrounded by like-minded individuals who were interested in similar things, thought similarly to I did, but still had different experiences, different backgrounds, um, made it so much, so interesting. It was adding all this new perspective into my life and honestly social media is a great tool for this if you're in college or about to go into college and you're really wondering like how am I gonna meet these people like there's so many especially in those first classes they're uh, if you're taking like general courses they're just got a crap ton of students in there but honestly I got reached out to um, by a classmate through Instagram. And that's how we became friends and started hanging out and then actually ended up rooming together for a year as well. So don't just don't be afraid to stick your neck out there. People are just as nervous or shy or timid to come up to you. And everyone is also just looking for a friend, someone to go to the dining hall with, someone to go on a ride with. Like you 
walk around, go to class with, study with, everyone's in the same boat. And so I really leaned into just being open to new friendships and using the tools like Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, obviously going to the mixers. So this, this was new to me. Community college for me was honestly like 13th grade. I still, I worked a lot. There's a lot of the same people that I went to high school with or knew already from my county. Um, so it really wasn't really that like breakthrough party have fun social life. It was kind of a normal to me. So when I went to Oswego, I made sure to get out and socialize and go to the mixers and meet everyone and chat it up. And it was a freaking blast. I never, I mean, I never really partied like that to Oswego. I was honestly a workaholic. I was saving money and I have no debt from my first two years of college. So don't regret it at all. And I also traveled while I was at community college twice. So Again, don't regret it at all, but this is why Oswego was a change for me, and it was it was a new time, and I just, I went with it. I went with it, and it was great. And so the next change. So, so far, what do we have? Step one, leaving hometown, going away to college. Step two, getting out of my comfort zone and pushing myself to make those friends and surround myself by individuals that I looked up to or was inspired by or whatever you have. Those are the first two changes. Now the third one is joining a sorority. Now this probably deserves an episode in itself, so I'll try to keep it brief for now. But oh my gosh, was this roller coaster of an experience. Let me just paint the picture for you. First semester away at college at Oswego. I'm new, technically second semester sophomore but brand freaking new to everybody else. And I thought, what better way to make friends than rush, join a sorority? Um, Yeah, I know. It sounds kind of crazy looking back at it now. I didn't realize at the moment how much, like, mutual connections can, can play a part. It's not necessary at all, but a lot of, a lot of the, the, people that rush when you're like a second semester freshman, you have been introduced to these girls, you have been able to have more conversations and kind of have an idea going into it. I had none of that. But honestly, it was fun. It was still great. And I really didn't care about the cliches. Like this just felt right. I knew the opportunities were there to enhance my college experience and social life and philanthropy and challenges. I was on, I took different positions and whatever. I knew the opportunity was there. So I wasn't worried about any of the cliches or what people were going to say. And I had a great time. And what better way to meet people than go through rush week? Let me tell you, I met, I had so many conversations. Good thing I like to talk, right? Yeah. Um, funny thing is, though, I actually almost didn't even rush. I decided one hour before the potential new members meeting that I was going to do it. I was in another meeting for a different club for PRSA. And I sat next to a girl who was going to go and I was back and forth on it. And I was like, uh, she, she basically, she convinced me to go and thank goodness. I decided 30 minutes before, um, cause it changed my life. It was my first semester out of Swigo and I know it was kind of ballsy, but I kept the best attitude and knew it would work out. And at the end of it, I landed at Sigma Delta Ta SDT and the amount that this sorority, this group of women taught me was a lot. It taught me the value of friendships, 
philanthropy, social life balance, confidence. I also was a social media chair, so it was helping me grow in my experience. I even held an executive board position as the VP of Panhellenic. Um, that was a great experience, and actually, they asked about it in my new job. So my new like real life full time job, they were asking me about these positions with my sorority. So I. I thought that was so cool because, you know, you always hear about it, how it'll help you in the future and for your future jobs. And you really don't think, like, they're actually not going to care what I did in college. But they did. It was so cool. And I got to talk about it. I had the best time doing these positions and putting on recruitment, handling social media. So, <clears throat> excuse me. It was just, it was really fun to see that uh, full circle moment. But anyway, back to the sorority throughout my time here, and I did only have two years since I did transfer in, you know, as a second semester sophomore, and then obviously COVID happened, but I really, really tried to make the most of it. I met my bestest friends outside of the sorority through one of my sorority sisters. So like, it didn't stop just within the sorority. You know, I wasn't keeping myself to a bubble. It was, I grew within the sorority so much that I gained all this confidence and I started building relationships outside of it as well. I actually met my current boyfriend through those mutuals. My best friends that I made outside of the sorority who I ended up living, um, shout out Onondaga515. <laughs> I ended up living um, in the suites with them and I knew, they knew my current boyfriend now through mutuals um, and then, and obviously you know, there's there's going to be a drama along the way. I mean, what do you expect when you have a large group of women in their late teens, early 20s? Like, that's bound to happen. But the lessons learned from being in a sorority are unlike any other. And I'm so, so grateful for all the connections I made, all the experience I got, all the relationships that came out because of it. I will forever be grateful to be a part of SDT at Oswego. And this was one of the biggest changes in my life at the time. And a lot of people were like, oh, I don't know, Aurora, like a sorority. But honestly, some people were like, oh my gosh, Aurora, like this fits you so well. Like you love all of that cliche college stuff. And I, oh my God, I did. I played into it. I soaked it up. Are you kidding me? I was having so much fun. It gave me a purpose. It gave me things to do. <sighs> yeah. Good times. See, I'm not going to lie. Now I'm like really excited about it and I love going back and thinking about it and recalling those memories and sharing the experiences but at the time I was I was really nervous I mean it's it's a huge commitment obviously dues are involved as well so it's not free like you are paying for it which I mean the argument could be there that you're paying for your friends but honestly you're not friends with everybody like that also isn't realistic like you're you're paying to be have this membership and the experiences that come with it in a, in a connection to a larger network that's bigger than you. It's actually how I got my first job out of college was utilizing my network through SDT. So if you're thinking about it, I'm telling you there's no harm in rushing. You don't have to join a sorority if you rush. I mean, it's, it's, it's an option. No one's going to force you to sign a paper if you get a bid and you don't want it, say no. But at least you tried, you know, if it works out amazing. If not, totally fine. There's other options too. But for me, that's what I chose. And now, next, um, the next big decision that I wanted to mention that was a huge change in my life was actually leaving my previous long-term relationship. I decided this the summer after joining the sorority. It had nothing to do with it. It's just for timeline purposes. And in particular, what I 
I'm very particular about what I do talk about when it comes to this out of respect, but this was one of the biggest changes in my life at the time, so I do feel like it's really, really important to cover. And let me just preface by saying even my family thought I was making a mistake. I love you, mom. I know I know you didn't really agree with me at first, and I, now I know you see it, but at the time, it simply, it just was not serving me anymore in, in simple terms. And I felt like it was holding me back, and I was living out my dreams, but I felt like I wasn't supported, and that was honestly the biggest factor for me in making that decision, is I felt like I was living out a lot of the goals that I had set for myself, and, you know, living a life that I had dreamed of and planned on, and I didn't feel like I was getting the support that I expected, and instead of letting that weigh me down, I decided, you know, it was time when I say a long-term relationship, I mean over six years. So this wasn't just some little year fling, even though a year is not that like little, but it's, this was a big decision because this is, you know, was something that had been a, a huge part of my life for a very long time. And especially having your family not agree and people making you second guess yourself, it was, it was hard. I feel like I divided a lot of people in my life for a minute. Um, but luckily I had wonderful, wonderful friends and family members who did support me through this decision and made me feel strong enough to follow through with it. Because after spending, you know, six years of your life with someone, it can be intimidating to let that go, but it was a weight off of my shoulders and that's how you know. Um, and those are the types of feelings you have to hold on to when making big decisions like this is one, keeping your support system near and dear to you and don't, do not feel embarrassed to lean on them. If those are people that really love and care about you, they're going to be more than happy to provide the support that you need and be there as a reminder as to why you're making these decisions, to cheer you on, to help you find the strength in yourself to go through with what it is you're going through. And I will be forever grateful for those that were there for me during that time because really without it, it would have been it would have been disastrous. It was already hard to begin with. And I think that was the main factor in, in me getting through this. And honestly, it was really only the beginning to my growth. Um, this decision also didn't happen overnight. It was something that really, really took a while, a lot of conversations. And for anyone out there who is looking for, you know, a little push into having those tough conversations or making that decision, whatever it may be, and it doesn't have to be ending a relationship, just any tough decision, please, please use your support system because you are strong enough and you can go through with this and you don't have to do it alone. Now, the last major life change and decision that I made was moving right to New York City after graduating college. And when I mean like right after, I mean I graduated, I went home for one week, packed up my stuff with the help of my family, and then literally drove myself to my boyfriend who lives right outside the city at the time. And then him and I moved my first carload in together. And then my mom and stepdad came, I believe a day or two later, and brought the rest of my stuff. And then that was it. I was in the city starting my new job right in the beginning of June. It was a lot of freaking change at once, and I did I did do it to myself. I'm not going to lie. I did it to myself, but I do not regret it at all. Now, was it hard? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I didn't really find my true friends until after a year of already living there. Shout out 
my awesome roomie emma i i think i mentioned in a previous episode that we found each other on the app roomie which i used to originally find my apartment and then when my old roommate was moving out um i used it again to find the roommate instead of the apartment this time and now we're literally best friends for life like i know that woman is going to be in my wedding one day um anyway anyway um yeah but that didn't happen until a year of already living in the city i had one friend group for a little while and then it just didn't stick you know that happens you get on different schedules um different interests and so really what i want to say is i had to just give myself patience and grace and forgiveness um it was not easy to miss people from your hometown and the comfortability of that but I didn't miss my hometown like I didn't want to go back um I knew I made the right decision but there were moments of doubt you know wondering did I did I bite off more than I could swallow um it financially was crazy at first like those starting salaries man they (laughs) they really play you um but I just took it day by day. I got a gym membership. I tried to keep to my habits. I would get outside. I would making sure I was reading, taking care of myself. And this is really the moments in my life where I really, really tried to get comfortable with being alone in myself because I, up until this moment, I really was never alone. I mean, if you think about it, growing up with siblings and then going away to college, you're always surrounded by family and friends and actual alone time is pretty rare. But this time, when I wasn't living with any friends or boyfriend and a random roommate, I had a lot of alone time. Um, and this was something new to me that I'm really, really glad I worked on. But it wasn't always easy. I mean, I was not, no longer could just go over and hang out with, you know, go grab coffee with my sister. I had to just get coffee with myself and make that fun. And I'm not going to lie to you. It was it was hard at first. But now I really two years later I can say I really really enjoy my peace I love my alone time I love my morning walks listen to my podcasts or making my whole night routine a a moment for myself and that's like my self-care time my me time but the point is is I really really had to go I had to go through it for a while honestly I had to be okay being uncomfortable with the challenge of living alone and away from your family um and not, and not to say that they weren't there for me. I mean, I literally call my mom and my grandma like every day, like <laughs> checking in, especially when I first moved here, when I'm just bored and want to talk or, you know, um, so they have really supported me throughout this. Um, but now I get to call and catch up with them and chat with them, not because I'm just uncomfortable and alone, but because I am loving my time here and I'm having so many great experiences and I want to share it with them and update them and also see how they're doing. Um, but I would not be at this point if I hadn't gone through some of the challenge of making the decision to really go out of my comfort zone. Um, it was scary and intimidating and expensive, but I think it's the best thing I could have done for myself. And I'm now got a new job in public relations, communications, events, space. It's kind of a mix. And I wouldn't have had this opportunity had I not lived in the area. I wouldn't have met some of the amazing people at my previous job that I still am connected with currently which I will be forever grateful for if I had not been in the city um it's just everything really happens for a reason and I feel like I'm at the point now where I'm seeing you know everything come to fruition all of the hard decisions I make all those tough times wondering you know if I was gonna be able to handle this if it was too much for me or I'm finally seeing now 
all sort of, you know, work out and I feel really comfortable with myself for the first time. But this took literally I've been here two years now. I've been here two years since this June. That's insane. I just I just kind of put that together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. The reason I shared all these, you know, pivotal moments in my life is because I have never regretted any of the decisions that I was initially afraid to make. I was afraid. Don't get it twisted. Just because I talk so highly of it now doesn't mean I was not afraid. I was. I, but now I'm constantly looking back at those moments in my life to encourage myself to keep chasing my dreams and goals, even when it gets scary, because it has always worked out and usually works out even better than I expected or imagined. And that's what I really wanted to remind you all and inspire others is if you're going through and debating whether to make a certain change or chase after a dream, just do it. Just just take the leap because you, you will not regret it. You might mess up. You're probably going to mess up, actually. <laughs> but that's how you learn. You don't know what you don't know until you get there. And then guess what? You're going to figure it out because you're capable. You've always had your own back and it's okay. Life goes on. And how else? You don't want to live a life where you regret not taking the chances. I mean, literally tomorrow isn't even promised. This is how I think. So this is why I'm spewing this right now. I'm off on a tangent kind of. But tomorrow is literally, it's not promised. It's not there. So I don't want to live my life waiting for the perfect moment to make these decisions or changes. Instead, I'm going to make the changes and make the decisions and I'm going to make the best of it. Um, because there's no such thing as more time than what we have now. And with that, I think I'm going to end it here. Thank you so, so much for being here, for listening, for letting me share a little bit more about myself in detail. Um, I would love to talk, you know, in depth more about any of these topics, if that's of interest to anyone. And if that's the case, please let me know in the little Q&A box if you're on Spotify. Um, if not, you can email me or message me on Instagram. My email for this podcast is loveyourspodcasts, plural, at gmail.com. But really, I really, really, really appreciate you all for listening. I've been having so much fun on this journey and really just sharing my experiences and little tidbits of wisdom for you all. I really do want to do a Q&A episode soon, so please don't forget to email in at the podcast. I'll put it in the description as well. And I cannot wait to connect with you guys again next week. Please don't forget to do something for yourself. Love yourself a little extra this week, and I will see you all next week. Bye.